Podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 14 years. In this podcast, we talk about the Second Amendment, as well as my film a sports story or something going on in my personal life. So welcome, 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 everybody. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Today is Saturday, June 25th, and what a week it's been. Um, it has been crazy. It's been crazy the last few weeks, and there is so much to talk, talk about, and for me to try and keep this under the 10-minute limit that I try and keep these at, it's going to be tough. But, you know, first thing I want to say, it's Texas. It is hot. It is so hot. I'm so ready for fall. But um, and things have been hot in the news lately. So I'm going to start with the Supreme Court first off. I'm going to get those that out of the way. The, that good news. And what good news is, is the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the New York Pistol and, and Shooting Club. Uh, in their case, regarding uh, the method that uh, New York uses to issue concealed carry licenses. And essentially what that case showed or confirmed is that in the Heller case several years ago in 2008, the Supreme Court essentially confirmed the, the belief that the Second Amendment provides, protects your ability to carry a weapon, have a weapon in your home. This decision now confirms that you have the ability to carry a weapon outside of your home, and that right cannot be infringed upon. And what they are doing in New York, where they're, you're having to prove that you had a need to carry, was infringing upon that benefit. So this is going to open it up. It's going to um, not make you know every state constitutional carry, but it will help uh, knock down some of the barriers that some of these states and municipalities have put in place in terms of issuing carry permits uh, to their citizens and their, their residents. So it is a big step forward, but it, again, affirms that the Second Amendment is an individual right and is a right to carry a weapon in your home and in public. So Though it is, this was a big step forward for the Second Amendment. So we all cheers. And I don't want to make this one seem any more or less important, but the decision that overturned Roe v. Wade, I know this is about the Second Amendment, but this to me personally was a big decision. I'm a Christian. I am very pro-life. You can, uh, disagree with me on that, but I do believe that we have to protect our unborn and to overturn Roe v. Wade. And it does not, um, abolish abortion. As much as I would like to see that done, uh, it just says the states now have the ability to dictate, do they want to allow abortion or not? And some of these states that already had trigger laws in place, and Missouri is, I think, the first one that has outlawed abortion, or uh, I think it's after 15 weeks. But, you know, two big cheers for the Supreme Court. Um, we have to tip our hats to uh, Clarence Thomas, who is who is who is the man. He is a man. Um, we, where would this world be without Clarence Thomas? Gorsuch, Amy Coney Barrett, and uh, Kavanaugh and Alito. Um, those justices have, were were solid, and we just have to and we have to thank Donald Trump for getting uh, Gorsuch, uh, Kavanaugh, and um, Amy Coney Amy Coney Barrett on the court. Big kudos for that. But now the boos and the hisses go out to our Congress, and these are absolute jokesters. The Senate, the 14th Senate, and I want to tell you, 
uh, John Cornyn, who was one of my senators, he is on my list. I probably, you know, I have contacted his office multiple times. Um, part of this goes way back several years. I have not been a fan of John Cornyn for a long time. And it, we have to uh, get rid of all those senators. Some of them had nothing to lose. They're not re- they're retiring. And that is just a chicken ass way to go out. And then you turn around and you look at the, the uh, House of Representatives that also passed the bill and Biden has thus signed it. Um, horrible, horrible, horrible people. And, you know, I've heard people talk about, you know, there's not really much. This is mostly about mental health in this bill. And there is, there's a lot about mental health. Um, but there's a couple things. I mean, and they didn't, you know, ban anything. They didn't, uh, do universal background checks. They didn't do some of those big hot button items. You know, it's supposed to be one of those compromises, but it's far from a compromise because this is where it's, where it was concerning. Let's, let's just first take, um, the under 21 population now that has had additional requirements placed on their ability to purchase a firearm. They have essentially been red flagged automatically. Everybody under the tw- age of 21 has been red flagged, meaning now we've got to go dig deeper and see if we can find any other reason why you might not be eligible to uh, own a firearm, and you may have made a mistake when you're 14, and now that's going to be held against you. And what it doesn't tell us, though, and also is what happens to those when they get over 21, if they've been uh, denied when they were 20, and then they turn 21, what happens? You know, are they now automatically eligible because we're not going to look back there? Probably not. I imagine all that stuff is secretly going to move over into their active file and they will continually be banned. Um, and that is what the problem is. The left love list list. They want you on a list of some sort and they're, they're putting all the under 21s on a list. Someday, what are you going to do when you're on that list? That is what my concern is. We've got these red flags and that they're, you know, promoting their, the, the bill, you know, gives money to states to incentivize them to issue, to create red flag laws. And those uh, seriously violate due process. They violate your right. Um, and there's really no control. They sound good, but how, how do you control it? How do you say prevent people from just putting you on a list? red flagging you and then you having to fight and prove that you shouldn't be. So you are now proven guilty and you have to prove your innocence. And that is not the way our system is built, but they want you on a list. And so that is what they're going to do. They're going to start creating more and more list and making everything a little tougher. So now at some point, you know, now, you know, I'm, I'm aging. So at some point, you know, they're going to start saying, well, people, you know, once you get to 65 or 70, do you really have the mental acuity to own a firearm? You know, a lot of times, you know, they're taking their car keys away. So why can't we take the right to possess a firearm? So I'll tell you what, once you get to 70, you've got to go and take a mental acuity test to prove that you still have all your faculties before you buy, buy a firearm. Sounds outrageous. Does it? How far are we from that? Not very far. Not very far at all. One instance of, of an elderly person, you know, uh, firing off a, sh- a gun in public, and there we go. They're going to start, they're going to create that list. And then, you know, before long, you know, all white males are going to be on that list. And that is how they slowly, slowly get you. They just released the, just a few weeks ago, the, the 
final ruling on privately made farms and some of those, you know, how those have to be serialized and, and all of that. So again, they're, they're creating ways to make sure everything's documented. And as an FFL, I can't get rid of my, get rid of my paperwork ever now. So tip, if you're going to use an FFL for a transfer, you might want to seriously look at and make sure that that they're not somebody that's in this and going to be gone in a year or two, because if they do, all their stuff goes back to ATF. I've been doing this for 14 years. I'm going to keep doing it, okay? Um, and so, you know, until I die, those boxes of papers will, will stay with me. But once they do, then they're going to have to get shipped off to the ATF. And what are they going to do? They're going to create a list, more list. So, you know, we had big kudos this week to the Supreme Court and, you know, the, the five justices uh, that um, with Roberts or six justices, I guess, with Roberts actually signing on. Um, don't know, you know, where he would have actually fallen. I think he just goes with the which way the wind's blowing. But um, big kudos to them. But man, our senators, especially those four senators, we have to do something. And what that means is come November, we have to clear house for all those that we can. And we have to put common sense, America first people that want to protect our rights as citizens and under the Constitution. And as well as what benefits this country, first and foremost, we need to, we, we got to keep draining the swamp. And they are everywhere. And I will tell you, John Cornyn, He's the swamp, and we've got to get him to go. You're going to hear this from me more and more. It is my personal mission to get John Cornyn out of the Senate. So join me. Hashtag get rid of John Cornyn. And one last thing. Uh, a few weeks ago, I started a little series on, you know, protecting, you know, self-protection using um, sound money, better money than the, the dollar bill. And that was Bitcoin. And I haven't gotten to finish that. I'm going to come back to it once things settle down here. But if you're listening to podcasts, you have an app and you're using an app to listen to it. Go check out the Fountain app. And what that does is you can actually earn free Satoshis as you listen. I've been doing it for a couple days. I got a couple thousand Satoshi. That's not a ton of money. But if you keep stacking sats, that's what it's all about, stacking sats. And you can actually pay people that you listen to, you can donate to them, give them a, a little payback for their work for the podcast that you like. I'm not promoting it and asking you to do that for me, but I'll put a link in the show notes on how you can go and, and sign up for the Fountain app. Um, you can listen to your podcast there. It's a little buggy. There's a few things, but, um, about it that they're going to have to fix. But I think, you know, if you, if you can earn free money for just listening to podcasts that you're already listening to, go for it. And, and Satoshis and Bitcoin, it's beyond money. It is, it is a premium asset. It's a premier asset. It's, it's, um, what this is, is, it is, it fixes things and it is in the future. And I have gone long and I appreciate you listening. But again, hashtag get rid of John Cornyn and kudos to our Supreme Court. Thank you for listening.